0: Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where I have the bigger conversations about dating, love, life and relationships. You other know, ones, the ones that change lives. Now I want to talk about an article that's gone viral on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. In fact, plenty of other experts are writing about it and giving their input and their opinion. Now, I have to admit that I've wanted to talk about this particular article from the first day I saw it written, but due to life circumstances, I haven't got it, gotten to it until now. Now, the article's called The Rise of the Lonely Single Men, and it's written by a male psychologist called Greg Matsos. And I want to talk about it in this week's podcast. Now, before we get started, I am a coach for men and women and men and women are equal. But what I find in my experience is they come from different perspectives and it often causes them to miss each other. Men have dating skills gaps and women have dating skills gaps uh, that cause them to miss out on meeting each other. But before we get on to that, because I'm going to talk about the article and I'm going to talk about what you can do to avoid being being one of those lonely single men or alternatively being a woman who's missing out on great guys. Now, he came up with a few key findings in the article, which I'm going to go through. But first of all, he said younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've been in generations and it's probably only going to get worse. Now he goes on to say that's not his typical rosy view of relationships, but he, he's finding a, it's a reality nowadays. Now over the last 30 years, men have become a larger proportion of the growing group of long-term single people. And look, why you don't need a relationship to make you happy there's plenty of research that's found that men particularly are happier and healthier when they're in a relationship they even live longer so it's more important to men and it's why this rise of the lonely single men is more disturbing so he talks about three broad trends that are in the relationship landscape that suggest that heterosexual men are in for a rough ride ahead. Now, the first trend is dating apps. Now, dating apps are where a lot of people go to meet people. I think in the US, it's 50 to 60% of people found their relationship in line. And in Australia, it's probably a third of people. Now, the problem comes that at the moment, statistically, this was in the US, 62% of users are men. So there are more men online than women. So the competition is much more, it's bigger, right? And women get overwhelmed online. And there's plenty of research to find this out. For a lot of women, they might put a profile up and they instantly get matches. Whereas a guy will put a profile up and nothing happens for weeks. So guys tend to get quite frustrated. Women get quite overwhelmed. And, you know, I, when I was single, I did have this experience. So many that you couldn't talk to them, that, that you, you know, sometimes the women's dating skills, because they're so overwhelmed and they've got so much apparent choice, that they miss out on great guys. So the competition online is one of the broad trends. And, you know, a lot of people aren't meeting in person. Now, as a relationship coach, I help my clients meet in real life, meet online. You can meet someone anywhere and everywhere. It all depends on the approach you take and, you know, putting in some work and some effort into yourself. And, you know, so I know that you can meet in the line at the coffee shop. You can meet at a meetup group. You can meet at a singles event. You can meet online anywhere when you have some of those skills. Now the next trend is relationship standards so what he's saying there's a trend that women are becoming increasingly selective because they seem to have more choice that they're being more selective than they usually are now i want to say that women are generally more selective biologically speaking and researchers back this up the consequences of women having sex and getting pregnant has term consequences. So bi- biologically speaking, uh, we're made to be a bit more selective, but because of this uneven number and women being overwhelmed, they're more selective in the people who contact them. And, you know, (laughs) I would say that they're not always selective on the right things, but we'll talk about that later. Now, he was saying that from his audience of female members, that women prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators and who share their values. Well, they may prefer them, but I see a lot of women not choose that. Now, the next thing he said, there's a skills deficit for men. And, And what he said is is it means there's relationship skills gap that if not addressed, will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single because the women have less patience for poor communication skills. And look, I absolutely agree with him there. Now, communication skills are important at every stage from you know that first text message to going into a committed relationship. In fact, it's the lifeblood of healthy long-term love. And it requires skills that we don't always teach, right? And and women tend to put more value on communication than men do, right? So they're the three big issues. And he says, while there's probably no chance of stemming the rising tide of unintentional single men, there is some good news. So what he found is algorithms are becoming increasingly more complex on dating apps and other online profiles. And on the right apps, one result is good matches are on the rise. So one app that I quite like, Hinge, found in their trials that 90% of their users rated their first date positively. That's really high. (laughs) You know, other apps wouldn't have that high a rate of saying your first date was positive. And they found out that 90%, 72% said they wanted to go on a second date. So if you're having that experience online, it's going to be a way better experience. Like I said, I like Hinge. But where I am in um, Perth, Western Australia, there isn't as many users on Hinge as there is on some of the other apps, but then there's more likely of people who are taking it seriously and of good dates. So the thing that really needs to happen is how can men reap the benefit of the algorithms? Well, it really is leveling up your dating and communication skills to do what's gonna get you results online. Now, Greg says in his article, he also said it's good to level up your mental health game. That means getting some individual help to address any skills gap. And it means being able to communicate effectively, right? And learning how to have those skills. Now, what he finishes saying He he reckons ultimately we have an opportunity to revolutionise romantic relationships and establish new healthy norms starting with the first date. Now, I find that quite exciting. And, you know, when you take that approach, the romances are going to be transformative, healing, uh, and, you know, introduce a fresh culture. So what he says in closing is men have a key role in this transformation but only if they go all in. So it's going to take that kind of commitment to themselves, to their mental health, and to the kind of love they want to generate in the world. And he finishes by saying, will we step up? Because he's coming from a men's point of view. So I find that interesting. So what does it mean for you? Now, I'm going to address two things here. Women may be more selective, but ladies, I find you continually choosing the wrong types of guys. And guys can learn something from this, the ones that aren't being so successful. It all comes down to the communication skills that you have, where the skills gap is. Men, you're often using online dating and texting as a transactional outcome-based Whereas women use that sort of thing to connect. Now, the guys that do do well online, you know, women said that they're looking for emotionally available guys who share their values and are good communicators. I find for a lot of them, they get fooled by the players, the narcissists, the psychopaths, the love bombers. The ones that have developed the good communication skills who are charismatic. Right, who get online and have a chat with a girl and instead of her asking an endless stream of questions, they're making her laugh. They're having an enjoyable, fun conversation and there's charm and charisma in there that just is exciting and fun. Instead of all these boring conversations that women are having, So they're meeting the wrong types of guys. So there are two things in here that I do say every week. Number one, women, you need to change how you're doing your dating. And so do guys. So it's on both sides. Now, guys, upping your communication skills, and I know this is tough. It is about being able to have a fun conversation online how you might in real life. Now, we'd never go up to someone in a bar and go, oh, tell me your five-year plan or tell me, you know, answering these really personal questions about themselves. We might start with a bit of small talk and go deeper, but it would be a normal flowy conversation. The rule of thumb is you've kind of got to replicate that online, right? And 90% of online data is a with the same questions, with the same things that aren't building, you want to build an emotional connection, right, that makes the other person feel invested and want to meet you. That does take skills that are quite different. And if you want to be successful online, guys, addressing that skills gap will change the results that you're getting. And often when I work with guys, I know they don't know what they don't know, which leads me to the ladies. Sometimes you're expecting communication in a written way that guys don't have the the skills to do. And like I said, the ones that do are usually done it so often, it's rinse and repeat, and they know what to do. I I often, you know, women are unmatching, they get angry with guys for the smallest things. Don't judge the person until you meet them. Maybe instead of trying to have this online conversation, have a call. Some apps let you call through the apps. Have a call, have a chat, meet sooner rather than later. You can meet in a public place and it can be really quite safe, okay? But stop trying to have these conversations and expecting some level of skill that most guys don't have. And, you know, like it's some of the reasons that you end up missing out on great guys. So to some degree, I agree with the psychologist with the skills gap, but I do find they're on on both sides of the equation, right? And dating has become hard. And when it becomes hard and you're not that invested in someone, It's easy to give up, right? And an online conversation, there's no investment. So it's easy to go, this is too hard, unmatched, start again. But like I said, you can be missing out on some great people. So women change that approach, date smarter. And if if you want to know how, I work with women to get them results and to change their approach. And, And when they do change their approach, it's surprising how quickly they can end up in relationships. And on the flip side, I do the same with guys. I help them relate in a way that's going to get them dates rather than have women turn off them. Look, I would love to hear, and I'm sure this is going to get explosive because this subject I know makes a lot of good guys angry because they don't understand why they're not getting results. But like the guy says, just got to address the relationship skills gap that will give you greater dating opportunities and you know talking about those things in a podcast is one thing you know sometimes because I run face-to-face events I often see what people do in the real world and it's not what they think they're doing do you know what I mean? They go, yeah, I'm doing that. Or you can think you're doing it, but the reality is they're not. Now, if you're struggling with this relationship skills gap, reach out. I, You know, I offer a free 20-minute call where we can have a chat. It doesn't have to cost you anything. And why I do what I do, I'm asked it all the time. I do it because love does make us happier. It makes us healthier. It makes life better you know it makes people wealthier and I know that being in a relationship coming home to your to your best friend to someone that's got your back someone that you can laugh with through life's hard times is wonderful and you can have that too and you know that's why I do what I do because I know that it's never too late to have the love that you want and you know, you're not given that desire to have love without the capacity to make it happen. But ladies, I want to quote um, Alison Armstrong, we've got to stop expecting men to be hairy women, right? They don't think like us. And men, we don't think like you. Equal but different. Anyway, my name's Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach. And thanks for listening. Bye for now.